Hello and welcome to episode 7 of To My Younger Self, To My Older Self. Now I cannot believe we're on episode 7 already. First of all, I want to thank you, my listeners, for your support and continued support on my podcasting journey. Now my next guest is a dear friend of mine whom I've known for about 15 years. Simone is a mom to two beautiful young children. She's a qualified teacher, entrepreneur and writer. Simone has created a series of children's educational books. They are available to buy from Amazon and on Facebook. Just search for King Cade Publications. They cover black history, heroes, freedom fighters, mathematics and money management. They are interactive workbooks. Now I know a few of you have been homeschooling your children during lockdown and even if they have gone back to school, these books are an excellent supplement to a young children's education. I had a fabulous evening interviewing Simone. The conversation and the Prosecco flowed. And to do it justice, this interview will be in two parts. So, without further ado, this is part one of my interview with Simone. Enjoy. Simone, how are you today? I am wonderful and blessed. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for asking that question. I'm just hyped. You're sat here. <laughs> I'm in your lounge. We have Prosecco this time round. So cheers. cheers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just in the two of us. So uh, I can't really, I can't wait. I can't wait to ask you uh, my three favourite questions and get some insight from you because I think you you know your insight your intellect is incredible as well I mean girl you've given me some amazing advice over the years and I will say this but you have a very (laughs) deadpan way of saying things it's just like oh my god you're funny without even meaning to be funny your wisdom's beyond your years and you know I can't wait to speak to you because I think you have such an amazing message and you know this girl has guided me through some amazing times and hard times and tough times and you know Sim I'm gonna say this you are a light you actually are are a light and you know I'm just I'm gushing again because that's what I do sorry and it's not just a Prosecco (laughs) but honestly you've been an absolute blessing in my life and you know it's years worth of friendship from the first time I met you many years ago when we both worked in the corporate world (laughs) (laughs) however so I'm gonna ask you my first question I'm gonna go straight into it and I'm gonna say so what is the best piece of advice that someone from the older generation has ever given you that shaped the person that you are today? Um, I'd have to say for that, it's a piece of advice that my mother, my dear mother, um, has pretty much brought us up around and it's the idea of not looking at or watching what other people have had because you don't know how they got it and I think that's why that's so poignant in my life um, today and throughout my life um, is because as life does I've had peaks and I've been in the valleys and I think that one saying of 
basically just staying in your lane is what has made me successful and what has kept me going in the periods where I've lost that success um so just to pull it back a bit um in my life um there was a period when I was younger just so obviously you know me but your your listeners don't so I'll, I'll sort of recap that um very young age I was in a long-term relationship I age 21 I was managing at the bank I'd bought a house um the cars that I had if it wasn't a BMW or an Audi I wasn't driving it and I thought I'd made it I thought yep that's it I've you know I've done it I've got the mortgage I've got the house I've got the relationship we were such a long-standing couple we were sort of like couples goals I think to a lot of people um and I think that's what had kind of got me to that that place in life the fact that I wasn't worried about anyone else I didn't care what anyone else was doing it was all about my tunnel vision staying in my lane and just having a plan and seeing that plan through um having said that life happened as it does I went through a very tumultuous uh breakup um it was almost I mean you couldn't write it it was EastEnders type (laughs) um do you know what I mean an EastEnders type breakup um and what was interesting when I was up in life people would always ask me you know what do you do you know because they would always want to know well how has she got this how has she got to this place in life um there were certain people that wouldn't talk to me when I was there um and then the people that did I felt were almost brown nosing like they wanted to be my friend because they wanted to know um you know how did you achieve that success and the reason why I chose this particular advice um, to share is because I think we're very much living in a world now where social media is everything. And if you haven't accumulated material wealth, if you're not an Instagram influencer with red bottoms and, you know, all these things, then you're nobody. Literally, that's what makes you somebody, materialistic things and money. I've even heard recently that there's this new thing where people are saying if you aren't at a certain stature or certain level in life, then you're not even good enough to give advice to other people because you haven't made it. So who are you to tell me anything? Um, So this one, I think it's for everybody, but particularly I'm hoping that it does resonate with the younger generation because I think it can be so disheartening if you're on a journey where you haven't quite made it yet and you haven't quite got to the point where you've gotten to um or you want to get to sorry where you can almost feel not good enough um with the fast forward sorry when I got to a point in life where I mean I literally lost everything I nearly I went through the breakup um had my son and found myself I'll be honest I was in a shared accommodation with my three-year-old son and literally lost the car everything had to move out rent my house out just to try and not make it get repossessed and I could have been in a very dark place but the one thing that kept me going was that saying that don't watch what anyone else is doing at this point I had friends around me who I mean one of my friends mom had said to me oh well 
you know, because I was a single parent off the, the bat, the my 11-year relationship was who I had my son with at the end of the relationship. Um, and it was almost like, well, you don't do it on your own. You don't become a single parent. Um, that same friend had said to me after I'd lost everything about a year after, oh, you haven't got yourself together yet. Wow. Yeah. Um, and had I not had that in me to say don't watch what anyone else is doing Simone just have your plan and execute it day by day each day just try and get a little bit better or do a little bit towards that plan and eventually you will see that light at the end of the tunnel I think that was kind of like the driving force through that time and what was interesting is all those people that didn't want to know me when I had money started to say hello to me started to now talk to me so it's interesting and then the people that were my friends were no longer my friends it was like a complete role reversal and you truly do find out who your friends are in those tough times in life those yeah those hard hard times um and I think why it's so important as well I've got a younger sister she's 21 and she has a friend and I see her friend making similar mistakes she's got the Mercedes she's got the it's not a bought house but it's a council house but this same friend is now actually doing drug runs to um, maintain that lifestyle and it's all about the gram. It's all about the, the social media. It's all about putting up this front and making people think that I'm living a certain lifestyle when in reality, that's not the case. Um, I've got another friend who's into multi-level marketing and I'm not knocking that, but there is a... Yeah, I've certainly been there as well. But there, so we both know that that whole industry is about faking it till you make it. It's about keeping this positive persona. And, you know, if you haven't made any money, you're not working hard enough or you're not doing the right things. Um, And I got really angry with her because I know the truth. I know that she's in a one bedroom council house. We're not saying any names so I can talk the talk. Um, But if you read it, looked on her Facebook, you'd think she's a Hollywood suit. She's jet setting and she's living this great life and to me being such a real person it actually annoyed me a little bit because you're sort of giving a false message to people um so yeah I just want to again going back to my sister's friend sorry the one that's doing drug runs to maintain the lifestyle another one of my sister's friends said to my sister well how is she how is she you know she felt like she wasn't she was missing something or she wasn't doing the right things how is this girl able to afford a Mercedes how is she able to be buying her child all the latest brands and everything like that and the friend that was asking, she's actually is on the right path. She's taking it slow. She's building her business. It's not going to happen. Success doesn't happen overnight, especially when you're doing it the right way. Now, because my sister has someone like me around her who's constantly, I'm able to, she's able to learn from my past experiences. And I've said to her, you know, my sister passed her driving test about what three months ago. She's in no rush to go and get a car she'll get it when she needs it at the minute she's just stuck in she's just saving her money um so it was nice that my sister was able to impart that knowledge onto her friend that was asking these questions like maybe I should go and do something to to get the the fast money and the fast line well actually no you just need to stay in your lane and you need to continue to do what you're doing and you will get there eventually it's not about the fast money and the fast cars and 
I think for me, why this helped so much when I was down in life is, um, and we had this conversation earlier, there were people around me that I felt didn't deserve the lifestyle they had or portrayed. But okay, I'll give you an example. So here I am, a single mom, lost everything, going through the most. And I've got a friend who isn't particularly a nice person. He's quite narcissistic, has gone and slept with men for money you know she used to say to me oh yeah you know he's just booked my flight and he's just giving me three grand and I'm thinking have you not got a boyfriend at home you've got a boyfriend at home that knows nothing about what you're doing then yes then she goes on to marry this boyfriend after her you know, multitude of affairs after her multitude of sponsors that used to pay her and give her money. And now you're living the white picket fence life you've got. And what's really sad is that the guy she's married is actually a really good guy and doesn't deserve that. And I think he has no idea about what she was doing when they were together. And it just didn't sit with me. I'm, you know, I'm quite a spiritual person. I'm God fearing. And that's something I'd bring to God quite often. It's God like, hello, hi, I'm here. I'm serving you. Shouldn't I have the life? Do you know what I mean? Why, why is she to the point where, you know, I get quite angry sometimes. And I was like, right, that's it, God. I'm going to prostitute myself because that's what they're doing. Holes are winning, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, but they also run the risk of, I don't know, disease. Yeah. <laughs> being arrested, being, you know, a lot of bad things can happen when you're doing that kind of life. Yeah, and I think it's about realising as well that we don't know how people's lives are going to pan out we don't know what the future holds for it and that's not me wishing anything bad on her but I've I've come to the realization that that's her portion and my portion is my portion you know I, I felt like when I was up this particular person was a bit of a hater now I am a first generation Jamaican I was born there. I came here when I was quite young. So what I saw around me was a lot of second generation Jamaicans who their mums and dad had bought their house. So to me, that's generational wealth. How can you hate on me? My mum is in a council house. I've got no generation. God forbid, you know, when that generation passes away, I've got nothing coming to me. But you're there with a silver spoon, according to my perspective, hating on me because that was my drive I saw my mum come here single parent on her own and made a life for us I can't I never went without probably didn't have the most expensive things but that was character building (laughs) yeah Yeah. um but I just couldn't fathom how someone like you have more than me and you're still hating on me just because I've had that drive to go out and try and buy a house because it's something you you already had that I'm just trying to make something for myself now um yeah and maybe I, I mean she was a friend so you would know my situation you'd know my story we actually went on holiday together into New York and we stayed part of the holiday with my granddad in the Bronx Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I'm talking. If anyone knows New York, Bronx, Fordham Road, and if you know, you know, it's <laughs> ghetto. It's not, do you know what I mean? It's your typical 
And then we went to upstate New York where her family was for the second half. So you come from a family that has made it and has that generational wealth. And I didn't necessarily feel we were on that level. And that was my drive. That's where my passion and drive came from. You know, education was instilled into me. You you know, I want a better life for you. You've got to go out there and do better. That's what was instilled. And to me, that's all I was doing. So then for me to fall off and you to be almost saying to me well you know I'm better than you haven't you sorted yourself out you know it was hot and then to be in my position feeling like okay I haven't got a pot to piss in and here's your fairy tale life fairy tale marriage fairy tale husband and you're doing the most behind the scenes and I think that can bring about resentment bitterness envy and those aren't characters that I can only jealousy they're not something that natural to me because the reason why I had what I had is because I was in my own lane I didn't watch what you had and it comes down to again her life looks like the picket fence life but what happens in the dark must come to light so even though your husband doesn't know now again I'm not wishing bad on you but at some point who knows what's going to happen in that relationship and in that I just have to come to terms with that is your portion and even if it never comes out that is what you've been blessed with for whatever reason and I just have to not necessarily put my blinkers on but not watch what you've got because yeah I could have gone and slept with men and got two grand here three grand there but what does that say about my character my integrity when I've got to face my maker how am I going to explain that but how think also knowing you and the heart that you have I think that I think that sort of thing is soul destroying you have to be quite a hard kind of person or very shut off sort of person to to do those kind kind of things and if you haven't got that kind of um if you haven't got that that capability to shut yourself off emotionally because you do you have to shut yourself off emotionally to do those kind of things and be a bit narcissistic and if that's not your nature it's not my nature it's, it's in very few people's nature yeah so you're right in what you're saying about you know staying in your lane because what other people can do or are capable of um you know it's not it's not your nature it's not for you mm-hmm. as well and those kind of things I think for both me and you would be soul destroying we wouldn't be able to do it it'd be a soul destroying sort of thing and you know you know your worth yeah and I know you know your worth I tell you your worth as well <laughs> you know and that's it when you know your worth you you don't seek these kind of things out and once again I'm not judging and um, we're not judging any woman for what she needs to do to survive I mean hell I have to admit, I you know I know some women in in similar professions where they make money out of men like yeah. that. Sorry guys, but I take my hat off to girls that are making money from that sort of thing. But that is their their choice. Um, it is also their right, whether mm-hmm. we agree with it or not. It is their right, and if they, but at the same time, it takes a very hard person a very thick-skinned person to do that and if it's not in your nature it's not in your nature but I agree completely with what you're saying about staying in your lane because what is for you will always be for you 
yeah yeah and I believe that I agree. I mean, listen, I'm all about collecting the bag. Girl, do what you need to do within reason. You know what I mean? Like, so it isn't about judging anyone or anything like that. You know, each to their own. I think it was just more about comparing yourself to someone saying, well, I'm over here doing all of this and you've been dealt a better hand in life. And, you know, why is it that I'm not? getting somewhere and I think like a lot of people do base that off materialistic things when actually I might not have the materialistic things but the things that I'm able to do for other people or put back is a lot more valuable almost so yeah yeah, it's not the right path is never the easy path wow this is true yeah this is true broad is the road to destruction right Mm -hmm. so is that the same I don't know yeah no but I do I do and I think one of the things as well that within that I feel that we all have different gifts we all have different things that we bring to the table I mean even on a metaphysical level like we're all made of like I know this might sound really hippified but like stardust we're all made from do you know do you get what I'm trying to say like the energy vibrations yeah I get that exactly so I feel like what is for you and I I loved what you said there is what is meant for you will never miss you you will always get your portion what is meant for you so um yeah I think that's been one of the best advice and I think that's what I can really it's not an easy thing to do it isn't an easy thing to do but it's about checking yourself and and just reiterating that to say what is for me is for me and as long as I stay in my lane and on my path and on my journey and stop watching what other people have got and you know if I haven't got the latest this and I haven't got the latest that it doesn't necessarily make me a lesser person than you oh. Preach. you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you ready for a question yeah, yeah. And that is the end of part one of my interview with Simone. Sorry to keep you in suspense, guys. However, part two is coming next week. Until then, stay safe, take care, and thanks for listening.